0: Blog Talk Radio. Are you ready to awaken to the truth of your soul? Welcome to today's episode of the Nadia Khalil Morning Show with your host, Nadia Khalil. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to today's show. Today is August 1st, 2019. I mean, just think of how far we are. August 1st. So here we are. It's a Thursday. It's Dream theme Thursday, and I have a ton of dreams, and I got to get to them, so I will start right now. I have one from Eric Hillis, and it says, Hi, Nadia. I had a couple of weird dreams that I thought I'd share, although maybe too late for this Thursday. If not, I think I can make it through them all. In any case, the parts I can remember from the first one was I was on some kind of a hill. And there were groups of animals, like a bunch of lions and many other kinds, including horses, all grouped together, running in their groups, very close to me, passing me by. I wasn't afraid of them for some reason. They looked like they were taking turns to run for where they were, past me, to somewhere else. The horses were the last to go, and it seemed like a couple didn't want to run off for some reason. Then the dream ended. The second dream, well, let me do the first one, that when you dream like that and something very, very scary doesn't hurt you because being near a bunch of lions, horses probably will not hurt you. They're just going to do their thing. You are also with a bunch of lions. So the horses, let's say, are regular people. And the lions are more dangerous to your well-being, but you were okay in both situations with both animals. You weren't afraid. And so let's take that to life where it's saying to you, to your soul, hey, you know what? You can handle anything because you trust yourself and your environment wherever you go. You're solid. Because to have them just mind their own business as you mind your own and you get to observe and you're not under fear or doubt or worry on what's going on, you're just kind of the observer. But the animals that can hurt you didn't, and the animals that wouldn't hurt you didn't. It was all the same. There's a lot of power behind a dream like that because you're able, you were able to handle yourself. It's not like you turned around and ran. It's not like you panicked and broke a sweat. It's not like you felt like you were gonna die in the dream and then you just woke up. You were part of it. You are part of what is going on around you without feeling like you were going to get hurt or that you were vulnerable or that you were exposed to any kinds of dangers. It's interesting that you weren't afraid of them for some reason and they looked like they were taking turns to run from where they were past me to somewhere else and that you even noticed that you were in their world, not in your world, but you were not threatened in their world which tells you that you understand your surroundings quite well around you. And you make choices where you want to go and what you want to do. You could have turned around and left, but you didn't. You could have ran. You could have done a lot of things, but you didn't. You observed. So that's a very cool dream. I know um, Eric sent these yesterday, but I don't read them prior. So that was very, very cool. Very good dream. The second dream was of me being with my wife next to the beach on a sort of ledge and the water coming right up to the ledge. And I jumped in the water, into the water, not sure why, and got pulled further and further away from the shore until I shouted, help me, and I woke up. That's an interesting dream. One was very, very secure and tightly knit that you are great in your surroundings and the second one is that there's somewhere in there where you need space like you need space you you jumped in the water and you didn't know why but you got pulled further and further away and then you asked for help you didn't talk about anybody helping you or being scared that you fell or you being scared that you fell But then you realize you were getting too far away. So now you have to reel yourself back in. So that dream would just tell me this, that you probably need a little bit of space. Maybe there's something you want to do or explore, but you don't want to get so far away that it takes away from your relationship. So I hope you know what that is. Um, sometimes in life we just need a little extra space to kind of pursue something maybe more creative or a little bit different or something our partner may not be interested in the same but it doesn't mean you want to be away it means that you just wanted just want some space and you kind of took it and then you realize oh wait a minute I got too far I don't want to get that far and it's probably you know, some sense of needing either approval or kind of get the okay that you are able to um, kind of try something new. Because you jumped in. you know, jumping into off a ledge is a risky thing. And so there's something in you that feels a risk in what you're doing. The truth is, it may not be a big deal to anyone else, but it is to you. You know, ask for what you want or what you need and reassure that it's not because you don't want to do other things. Is that you just really want to try this or you want to give yourself some space or room to grow in a, in a certain way that may not, you know, coincide with the plan, whatever the plan is. So, you know, the fact that you shouted for help me and then you woke up was saying, I don't want to go so far away. I just... Need a little bit of room i I want to learn something new, try something new, or maybe I even just want to be quiet you know and i I know that sounds funny, but that's the real thing that we need is sometimes to just be quiet, so give yourself a little bit of room that you may need, and just know that it's not something that's a a deal breaker in terms of you maybe stopping wanting to do. Something that you're already doing to replace that with, you just need to carve out a little bit of space. So, that one is, I hope these help because they're, you know, dreams are very telling. So, I have another dream, and this one is um, Would Like to Be Anonymous. I was going for a walk with a man. In real life, I don't know this man very well. I just know he is gay and seems like a nice person. In the dream, he was my husband. He was a little bit shorter than me, but I really loved him, so I didn't mind. As we were walking, the wind was blowing. I had some problems with headaches and recently asked him to go back home because I knew that the wind is going to cause me a headache. I could tell he wanted to keep walking, but I really didn't want to get sick again as we were going home a little snake was around my feet i tried to remove it with my feet so it didn't bite me but oh so it didn't bite me when i turned around there was also a snake on his side of the road then all of a sudden i found myself in really deep swimming pool there was a gigantic king cobra inside she opened her mouth to bite me I turned around to see if I could move, but there was another gigantic cobra in a human size. Wow, you are just all over with the snakes. But what do snakes mean? That's the biggest clue in this whole dream. It sounds scary. It sounds like something is after you. It sounds like everything is going to blow up and hurt you, but nothing hurt you because... Snakes are a sign of rebirthing, just rebirthing, because a snake will remove all of its skin. You will find it in the exact shape of a snake, but the snake will be over there. and Their, their shed will be over here, whatever they um, – I can't remember now what I was just going to say they called that. What is wrong with me in the mornings lately? But whenever it sheds its skin, its, its skin will come off, but it will exactly look like the snake. And so we always think of snakes as being sneaky or mean or slithery, and they could be. But to see that many in by your feet, one by your your partner who's you just love because he's a nice person, even though in the dream your husband is gay, or wait, you just wanted to go for a walk with a man, in the dream he was your husband, yes. Even though he is gay, it's telling you that, Somebody being nice is the most important thing to you in your life when it comes to a partner. You want them to be nice. You want them to be kind. Not the kind of kind that's kind in front of other people only, but the kind that is at home in the quiet moments, in the everyday life. You need kind around you. And the reason that's so important and that you saw a husband and that you knew that you were getting to get a headache and you didn't want to be sick around him and then all these snakes were coming is that you most likely are prepared to meet your match in life. And these snakes everywhere are like this rebirth. They're like pushing you because anytime you see a snake, what do you do? You want to get away from it. Getting away from what you have known in your mind and to really focus on people who are kind. Because you're it this rebirthing thing that you keep having in your dream, all these snakes everywhere, no matter where you go, is telling you you're growing, you're growing, you're growing and when you meet that person you need to make sure in your heart that they are kind because that's the most important thing to you. But you're it's like right around the corner type of thing with all these snakes in your dream. It's like rebirth, 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 kind. So I hope that helps you. That's a very cool dream. Keep your eyes open. That is awesome. Then I have another dream. Um, This one is anonymous for Thursday. I dreamed, let me see, I dreamed my husband spoke to me in a snake language. (laughs) Snakes today. And even though I read a book in the same language, I was not able to understand him. My bigger question, I'm a snake language. I don't even know what a snake language is, but that's kind of cool because dreams can do that. However, my bigger question is, do you really feel you understand him? Because he was Again, snakes represent a rebirthing of some kind, something that's renewing, renewal. And he's speaking to you basically in a new language. And you read a book in the same language and still were not able to understand him. So what that's saying is no matter if you two are saying the same things, for some reason, one of the two of you isn't understanding the other, which takes me back, and sometimes these little dreams say a lot, but it takes me back to the fact that there's a lot of misunderstanding between you, that the two of you are getting stuck on what you guys say and not what you mean. I'm going to say that one again. You're getting stuck on what you guys say and not what you mean. So the bigger thing is to look at is to look at very closely what your intentions are for each other when you talk. Is it all about outsmarting? Is it all about them trying to figure out puzzles? You know, some Some couples are cryptic. They always want to be right or they want to put the other person in a really weird position of not being right. Think about that. What's going on that you don't feel that you're speaking the same language, even when the same language is understood by both people? I always brought reference to the fact that in the English language, you can say the same thing. And mean 10 different things by how you said it. In the Arabic language, there are words to describe the intention of the speaker so that when you hear them speak, you know exactly what they're saying. So when we speak and use the American or English language, we can get away with, well, you just didn't understand what I said, even though the person probably did. And maybe one of the two didn't want the other one or didn't felt vulnerable and didn't want the other one to kind of, it's like a passive-aggressive thing, not want them to know. You can't get away with that in the Arabic language, but you can in the English language. And so in snake language, you're saying, okay, we both speak the same language. I don't understand. Well, ask questions. What does that mean? What was your intention? Ask yourself what your intention is. Pay attention to your motives. There are times when people act helpless. They act like everything is happening to them, not with them, to them. Boom. This happened to me. Poor me. I can't believe. Or I did this, I can't believe I did this. That's when we're not speaking the same language in our own heads. Our brain is saying something, our heart is saying something else. We confuse the two. We just try to create situations outside of us instead of just say the truth, whatever that means. It's hard to say the truth, but even harder is to not say the truth. Because now there's confusion. There's, well, that's not what I meant. And it just goes on and on and on. It's a game. It takes a lot of energy. It takes a lot of just, oh, I need a deep breath kind of a feeling. And for someone who's not in it, to hear it, it gets really old because they're like, they can predict it. And when our behavior is predictable, Our ego is what's running the show, right? Because the ego is a template. It always has an entrance plan, never has an exit plan. Ego is just ego. It's its own little entity of itself. So just ask yourself, what language am I speaking? Am I speaking clearly? Do I feel I'm as honest as I could be? Do I feel like I'm not trying to manipulate a situation? Or do I feel like he is not doing those same things? And probably the conversations you guys need to have isn't so much about what, who said, about what, but more about what is your intention. My intention is, should be, you know, what you guys say before you say anything else so that you both know what you're saying. And it kind of leads to more clearer language where you guys feel like you're on the same page. Okay, I have another one. Let me see. Um, Oh, no, that's not the dream. Okay. Isn't that funny? that Here it is. I have two anonymous dreams for Thursday. I dreamt I was riding my bike through the night. I was lost and could not remember where I was supposed to go. The city I was in kept changing, and I lost track. At one point, I got so tired, I almost fell off my bike, but I felt a helping hand and continued. The searching feeling was really intense. I was not afraid, but aware that I need to solve this and find my destination. The following night, I dreamt that I had an intense conversation with a wise old man, a friend, and a mentor, but I don't remember a thing. All I remember is that I felt helped and guided. Now, in real life, I have so much going on, and I just want to solve and take the next step. My head is spinning. Lately, there was a lot of negative thoughts in my mind I had to deal with, and I did. Now I feel I deserve rest, but I feel bad when I rest. Much love and a big hug. This is two dreams plus real feelings. So it's like the continuation of a story. You you sleep one night, and then the next night, it's like, oh, you weren't done yet. but There's one sentence that got me in both dreams and in what you said, and that was, now in real life, I have so much going on, and I just want to solve and take the next step. That sentence nearly gave me a very anxious feeling because it just sounded like such a rushing mentality. That's why your head is spinning. When you said right after that, my head is spinning, that's why. In real life, when we have so much going on and you just want to solve everything and take the next step, what that's really saying to your life is, I need to finish this and finish this and finish this to get here. That's not something that's going to help you because there's no pace. There's just like this rush that as soon as I finish this, everything will be great. And life doesn't work that way. Life is an ongoing flow of things that we continuously do. There's some that have, you know, 20 parts, 50 parts. Some that take a year or two years to conclude, if they ever conclude. And then there's others that things we finish every day. That's understanding a pace. It's not like once I get this job, my life will change. Once I move here, my life will change. Once I do, because now what you're doing is you're throwing a huge ball down a hill and you're chasing it. But How many times can you actually catch up to the ball that's going to roll faster than your feet? So that being said, I'm going to go back to your dream. The dream is you were riding a bike through the night, and you felt lost and could not remember where you're supposed to go. That's because you're going too fast. You're trying too hard. The city kept changing, and you lost track going too fast, trying too hard. At one point, I got so tired, I almost fell off my bike. Your head is spinning. It basically solved your own dream by describing real life. The city I was in kept changing and lost track. At one point, I got so tired, I almost fell off my bike. It's like being on the merry-go-round. Yeah, you almost fall off, but you're still hanging on to the thing and it's still turning. But I felt a helping hand and I continued. The searching feeling was really intense. When we keep thinking, today doesn't matter, but as soon as I finish this, these 10 things, as soon as I fall, these 10 things, that's such a pressure on your brain and on your heart. You feel like you have to solve everything before you go on. How do you do that? None of us can solve everything. We can take care of things, but pace. Think of pace, pacing, instead of racing. And, and I would even just write that down and put it on my fridge, put it in my car. Pace, don't race. Pace, don't race so that you can breathe. You don't feel like your head is spinning, like you're almost falling off a bike. And then maybe that helping hand might be something you hear that you think, okay, calm me down, just for a short time. Pace, don't race. Because that searching feeling, what are you searching for? A big break? That's like someone coming to Hollywood and thinking they're going to be discovered if they just walk around the streets long enough that someone will find them. It's not scary. It's exhausting. I was not afraid but aware that I need to solve this and find my destination. I would truly sit and and write down what it is I think I need to solve find my destination. What is my destination so I can work backwards and figure out how to get there. Your dream is asking you to just dial it back on the emotional level so that you can not feel like you won't get there unless you do this unless you do that. You know give yourself room to breathe to pace. We're, life isn't going to run out. It's going to be here. Whether you rush through it, feel like you have to fix this before you do that, it's an ongoing process of things you fix. There will never, ever be in our lifetime a day where we stop growing. So we're going to have challenges. We're going to have places that challenge us along the way that we have to solve even while we're looking for a job, even while we are changing our life in some way. But every change doesn't have to be a clean break from the past and then a brand new future. You, no one can function that way because you can't just erase a back story and then jump into a future story and expect everything to change. And that's the exhaustion in the dream. But the following night, you had an intense conversation with a wise old man, a friend and a mentor, and you don't remember a thing. All you remember is you felt helped and guided. That's another thing. The advice you get, you either aren't you aren't fully aware of what it means or you think it's going to fix you really quickly, so it didn't really matter what he said. What actually mattered to you more was that it just comforted you temporarily. And it made you feel like, okay, I've got the next day down and the next day down, but I may actually hit a wall when I realize I can't solve everything, so I can't do the next thing, and then you're just so hard on yourself. A lot of times, and I know this is going to sound crazy to say, but I'm going to say it anyway really intelligent minds who can see change who can see growth they it's a gift to be able to see that don't have the patience to get there because they can see it and they may not know how to get there so they keep thinking they're getting there by you know doing this and doing that and do and just Let go of rushing. Ask yourself really today, what is great about your life today? And insert parts of the great into your daily habits so that you can have balance between the rush and the solving and the, like, spinning, head spinning. And all I could see in my mind's eye to tell you is to read a book. Take time every day to read a book that has nothing to do with answers, that has nothing to do with destination, that has nothing to do with solving maybe a mystery, maybe a cookbook, something that you can read. That, you know, no one can read fast. You have to, like, sit, get comfortable, and read, and breathe, and go on an adventure that the book takes you on. And that will try you a little bit in the beginning, but it will give you a sense of pace. Just me saying that makes me want to breathe. And I don't know if I breathe like in the last maybe five or six sentences because you're not breathing. Don't forget to breathe. Do something that slows your mind down enough to not put so much pressure on yourself. You're very bright. You have a very high, very demanding intellect. That may not feel like it fits into life right now, and you are exhausted trying to fulfill that intellect. Give yourself space. Pace. Keep saying pace, not a race. Pace, not a race. You guys, my time is up. Thank you for all your dreams. I tried to get to as many people as I can. Have a great Thursday, and I will see you tomorrow. Bye bye.